one big pile of shit. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, our first uh, our first act for the night. We're going to we're going to go huge right in the opening and I mean literally huge. He's probably the biggest uh, not name, but the biggest comedian in South Africa. Uh, he's a political all-star. He's off next month to the Sydney and Melbourne comedy festivals. Please welcome up the incredible Loiso Gola. Can, can I? Can Welcome, Lloyd. Have a seat. Have a seat. We do this. We do this casual. We do this laid back here. Cash. How's everyone doing? Yeah. Good. Thank you. Good. Cash thank you. for that ass. I'm. I'm kind of intimidated, Lloyd. I gotta be honest. That was a. Tri- that was. I mean, that. Cause the people in the podcast won't hear that. They didn't hear that. No. So they have no context of that. No. 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 Oh, okay. That was. No. No. I'm. I'm intimidated. Not. Not because of the. The. The number of Twitter followers you got. What is that? Like one and a half million now. No, just a million. Just, just a million. Just like, ah, uh, <laughs> just a million. Just a million Twitter. I'm not intimidated by that. Well, I'm most of them don't fucking like me, so fuck them. <laughs> All right, hang on. Let's talk about that before we talk about intimidation. Oh, Why no, do you have followers that don't like you? People just, uh, no, I think like people are, most of the time people don't deal with the actual issues in their lives. <laughs> oh, no, this is across the board. Like, for instance, I... And you ex- the thing is about like pop culture, like if you think of pop culture, so you look at like an artist, and the artist is huge. Let's say the artist had nothing two years ago, and then they have a number one song, and then they blow up, the album is number one, and they're huge. They're like the biggest act in the world, and then they're upset that they didn't get a Grammy. Okay. Do you understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Then they're like, oh, they were snubbed off the Grammy. And then you're like, yeah, but... Your life is changed in the space of two years or three years, whatever that case may be. So then, the, uh, so the, the, then the thing is, what void is the Grammy filling in your life? So you could get the Grammy, but then you have to fill the void. Right, and you're you saying that I'm your saying? followers are a million people no, I'm who don't even have a. They no, don't even no, have no, a I'm just one, saying yeah. that people generally okay. don't fill the void. Like they don't sort out what they don't figure out what the void is. So when people are shopping. And they feel like an instant, instant gratification. And sometimes you shop to get the instant gratification. I've always right? found alcohol very successful. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but, 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 but you, if you're aware that you're drinking because of a problem or you're shopping because you have issues, that void is never going to go away until you confront it. So that's the thing with a lot of people. They get like mad at people for no apparent reason instead of sorting out the actual problem, which is, could be abandonment. It could be like trust issues. It could be like a lot of other issues. <laughs> so, so you I have a million people with abandonment and trust issues. I'm saying the like a lot of, sorry, a I'm million saying, drunks. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I was long-winded. But what I'm saying <laughs> is people generally don't deal with the issue at hand. And then they, they, they project so you have out, yeah. yeah, and then you're like, I hate Lloyd. Like I've never met you. I don't care. Do you really not care though? Um, 
now I don't. Before I used to really give a shit. Now I don't. I got, I really don't. I I generally I check Uber like maybe four times a day. I mean not Uber. Uh, two, <laughs> <laughs> four times a day, and then I just kind of move on with my life. I've got yeah. So it's it, it doesn't bother me as much. Honestly, honestly, it doesn't bother me as much. I think about maybe a year ago it probably did. Now I'm like I'm on a. I'm, I'm like, a, I'm, I'm on another level now. You're in lucky terms of my brain, my, the way I'm... Like I'm five years ago, I had a tweet taken out of context. And like, I don't know, 500 people told me what an asshole I am. And I still talk about it right now, like five years later. Oh, no, fuck all that. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't, I don't... And also, when you're dealing with things, it's so crazy, like, you got to deal with the things that you have to deal with. So if you like... I was dealing with a lot of shit. And so until I figured out what those things were and try to sort them out, I was always going to be fighting on Twitter. I haven't fought on Twitter in a long time. I don't like, it's almost a year and a but half. But, but, but you have, you've just got to kind of like, I don't give a fuck. People swear at you and then you retweet them and you tell them like, ah, fuck you. Like you've got to, um, you don't fight with not them. Not anymore. Just like, I, don't no, care. I, t- right. I only tweet about football. Okay. That's all I tweet about. I tweet about football and music. You're an Arsenal and fan. That must be yeah. making you sad. Oh, uh, <laughs> not really. I, it doesn't make me sad. My life is so dope that I don't need Arsenal to make me happy. Wow. I have, like, such a dope life that I'm like... You and I are opposites. Say it again. Oh, yeah, I understand, but I'm not looking to Arsenal for happiness. Do you understand? I, I live my life the way I live my life. And that's a team that I like and I've decided to adopt for whatever fucking reason I But ever. you have to say that. You have to say that because they're losing. Like if they were winning, you'd be like, yeah, absolutely. I'm invested in this team. I love it. Not entirely. I think because I liked Arsenal when they were winning. And I, I'm, I mean, the crazy, okay, the crazy thing about Arsenal is that they won the FA Cup last year. And they won... A lot of trophies in the last four years. I mean, the, you could... could My eyes are glossing over now. Like <laughs> but what I'm saying is, there's a, such a weird narrative yeah. of Arsenal being shit. And you're like, oh, not really. Imagine a person who fucking likes Fulham. <laughs> I'm a Derby County fan. I know what you're talking about. I don't about, even know like where it. the fuck Derby County is. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? But you, you know, whatever the case is. So I don't really mind. I don't care. I watch Arsenal... I was about to say that one of the good things about you being an Arsenal fan is you've actually gone to Emirates Stadium and you've watched games there. Like most people who are Man United fans, they've never been to Manchester. I've been to Old Trafford. If you've been to, if you've been to Manchester, you would never be a Man United fan. They are horrible places. Yeah, fucking Manchester is a horrible piece of shit. place, yeah. <laughs> no, not the team, the city. Who gives a fuck? Either way, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not like a gang war. Like, would you beat the shit out of me because I said Manchester United is shit? Do you know how fucking weird your life is if that's your reason? I don't know. To I'm be... secretly hoping Chris Forrest and Dylan Ullifan to have a fight. Yo, I think it'll be very one-sided, though. Like, yo, like... yo, fuck both of them. <laughs> anyway, good. Good. We've already gotten to Anyway, I was telling you how intimidated I am. I'm intimidated Why? not because of the million followers. and what I'm intimidated because you're a political comedian. Like, you talk quite a lot about political situation in the country. Do you see today the president's... Uh, there's a guy who released this book, and he used to work on a- uh, ANN7. ANN7. And then he said that the president walked into the, 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 the establishment and said, we don't like that Lois Ogola show. It's in the news today. I'm huge. I was in the huge. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was like, yeah, 
the president of South Africa, the former fucking president of South Africa, was kind of he. He was just like that guy's a spaz. But he's a guy who's got some voids. Huh? He's so he's got some voids in him. That guy. Yeah, we like, all do. Yeah, we all have voids. Boy, all do of we us ever. have voids to plug. God, do we ever? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think it's important that I ask you some first date questions now because this got go ahead, weird. Go ahead. Okay, first date questions are my questions that I like to ask ladies on first dates. Oh, shit. First They're dates. They're very important to me. Uh, if you had to be bitten by a radioactive animal for superpowers, <laughs> what animal would it be and why? A parrot. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, for power super. That date's going... If you're asking that kind of question on a date... Oh, I never get laid, Lord. That date is <laughs> fucked. That, that date is like literally <laughs> on yeah. its way down and its way yeah, up. Um, right so I'm trying to think, what? I haven't thought of that. Like, um, I do know that I was... I didn't grow up with a... We didn't grow up with pets. Okay. So me and my brother didn't grow up with pets. So I don't have like a fondness towards animal. Okay. Not that like I hate animals. I don't hate animals neither. I don't even eat animals. Okay. Like I'm vegan. So I don't eat animals. But it's not like I give a shit. It's not because I give a shit. It's just like a... Okay, but if an animal, animal was to bite you, would I would you be prepared want to eat it then? I don't want an animal to bite me. No, I mean, obviously. A, rat, like a, a snake. Uh, I, don't, I don't want any animal to bite me. Like. Which animal has no fucking teeth? Okay. So they can bite me. So like one that's yeah, fucking just toothless. No, a toothless animal would be the best animal. Yeah, but that's probably to gonna give you shit superpowers. Anyway, what you don't understand about I don't need superpowers. These these superpowers of two legs and uh, two arms is the be- is the ones that I want. Because I think I would abuse my superpowers. Like I would like if I had superpowers to just murder shit. Like if they said, "Please welcome Lizzo God," I would have cracked this fucking wall through. <laughs> I would have, I would have gone out of an Uber and just fucking walked across. So you don't want to give people like me superpowers. Okay. You want to okay. limit people like me. I'm gonna ask you then a superpower kind of based question. Uh, if you could. You're also assuming I'm into comic books and all that kind no, of shit. No, no, I'm not. Oh, in okay, fact, cool. I rather hope you're not. Like, no, I'm not into comic books. Okay, I'm talking about stuff I like. Um, <laughs> if, if, if you could travel back in time, right? Yes. And you couldn't kill baby Hitler. Which baby would you kill? I don't think I would kill any baby, man. Ah, I don't know. This is if I could, k- baby Hitler. No, you can't. You can't kill baby Hitler. You can kill any other baby. Yeah. <laughs> In any way you like. Robert Mugabe. I mean, why would you kill baby Robert Mugabe? <laughs> That's such a peculiar per baby to kill. But the worst part about it is you're killing a baby, right? Like going back in time. Nobody I, I knows. Don't, I don't want to kill a baby. Nobody knows why you're killing the baby. <laughs> this is going very well. It's so far, you don't want to be bitten by my radioactive animal. You don't want to kill a baby. You're my worst Tinder match I would, ever. I would <laughs> never in my entire life ask that question on a date. Okay. If you were bitten by a, a radioactive animal, which one would it be to watch Superpower? The person would fucking get the bill. We haven't even had starters, <laughs> bitch. Come on. <laughs> She's like, but I'm out of here. But by all accounts, huh? you're not very good on Tinder anyway, by all accounts. I'm horrible. I, was, I got on stage once. I was at Top Secret Comedy Club in London. 
and I and I got on stage, and there was these two girls that were just kept on talking, and I was just like, guys, can you stop talking? I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to start the show, or whatever. I'm trying to, and then the one girl looked up and said, um, you and my friend matched on Tinder, and you didn't reply to her messages. It was the most awkward gig ever. I was like, mm, <laughs> mm. it was weird. I mean, I don't like. I'm off. T I've been off Tinder for maybe six months now, which is great. Tinder is fucking odd, man. Like, but it's great when you're like in Finland or some shit, <laughs> right? Because there's just like a, you'll never meet anyone. It's weird when you know people in, on Tinder. You're like, that is my mom's friend. <laughs> 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 you may need to adjust your age bracket. <laughs> oh, no, I mean, I also like... They're just ladies that are 65 plus. That's what you're looking for, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, so it's, it's, yeah, Tinder's weird. The thing about Tinder, people think that Tinder is going to improve your sex life. It's like, it's not really. I think it's like a digital experience of your actual sex life. That's what it is. <laughs> Do you understand? Like if you're shit in the actual world of your actual life, like trying to get girls, you're not going to get girls or boys on Tinder. You still look the fucking same. No, but you, you don't. That's one of the things that pisses me about Tinder because, right, like... Oh, no, I, I, No, right. No, so but I, I went to even Tinder. If, but even if you lie about your actual picture and we match and I meet you, yeah. I still have the choice of going, ah, she's not what I thought she yeah, was. Right. And then I fuck off, which leaves you in the same position. Right, but now, so that's you why... You understand I, what I'm that's saying? That's why I got to Tinder, right? I'm on Tinder and I wanted to put a real picture of me. I wanted to put a real picture so that that would never happen to me because I don't want to drive to fucking Centurion and then be abandoned there by a woman who doesn't even say hello. So I wanted a real picture. Only then I realized that everyone's pictures on Tinder are false. And I didn't want to be the only ugly person on Tinder. I understand that. But I don't... First of all, I don't think you're ugly. Thanks, Loy. This if, is if push came to shove, I'd fuck you. I'd fuck you. You'd push me, shove me, and fuck me. This is already... <laughs> um... I, under, I totally get that. Um, but I, I also, because of my travels, I, but I, I'm not, I, I've, I've been off that for a while, man. Because it's, okay. it's annoying. It's like meeting a new person every fucking day. Like, if you match, even like once a week, you have to make small talk. Like, you're making small talk with six people in one go. I'm like, this is annoying. <laughs> this is not the way I want to live my fucking life. Six people in one week. Oh, my God. How do you deal with shopping? Do you have somebody to do that for you? Do you have like do you have like do you have like servants? You have people? Yeah, I know nah. you've got a chauffeur. I don't have a chauffeur anymore. I sold all my shit and I moved to another country. Ah. So how did you get around on Uber? What do you mean? Do you get around on Uber now? Yeah, I just use Uber. Okay. I use Uber and I ask people politely if they can give me a lift home. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, where do you stay? Parkview. Shit, that's close to where I stay. <laughs> Funny you should say that. Linden, huh? <laughs> The cool thing about London is that, like, you get to fucking get on the bus. I used to live in, like, what's this, what's this neighborhood? Uh, Brick Lane. And there okay. was a 25 bus that went from central to the east. It was the best bus. It came after every two minutes. So this bus, just get on the 25 bus, and eventually you'll get home. Even if you go past your station. You know when you get so drunk, you go past, right past your station. 
this bus will still come around. You're still fine. That's amazing. I, I lived in Lewisham when I was in London. That's in the in the south. southeast. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking. And then far. and then you never catch a night bus if you're in London. In London, you never catch a night bus to Lewisham. Why? Because because there is at least one rapist per bus. I'm convinced of that. I'm not really. Like listen, it's, it's horrible. Those people are like. There's, there's vomit runs in the aisles. Oh, no, those, like are, those are not the things that determine. I'm a <laughs> six-foot-five black man. Good luck raping me. <laughs> well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. It's That's a challenge. Like, like it's if you like, see Loiso in the shops. <laughs> it's just a mission. Like I just, it's just not one of the things that crosses my mind uh, and on the list of things that could happen to me. I'm like, I weigh 105 kilograms. You know how difficult it is to rape me? So you're like, you're like a badass. Are you the first person your friends go to if they want to like, if they no, want to go somewhere dangerous or if they want to oh, do no, it? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't fight at all. I'm not, I can... No, I, but I mean, your friends, do they maybe like hook up with you because no, you no, look no. like you fight? Oh, or, no, no, no. Oh. I'm actually a spotter of danger. Ah. Just one time, right, I was with a friend of my, friends of mine in Melbourne. There was like 10 of us who were celebrating a birthday. I said, this fucking place is bad, man. Let's get the fuck out of here. You know how I knew? Because we were going out of Melbourne... That skinny ass street, there was a guy spinning a city golf in that place. I said, whenever I see a city golf spinning, it just doesn't end well. <laughs> so my brain went, we need to get the fuck out of here. So we were in Melville. Do you guys remember 44 Standing? They used to have color bar there. You guys are too young. But the where there. 44 Standing was, there was this bar called color bar. So I said, you know what? I'm going to catch a cab and go to color bar. Now... I'm like, after Calabar, we party with some people, and we go to this club called 115. This party, 115, used to start at, like, 5, or five in the morning. And all the people in Johannesburg, wherever you were partying, if you want to party on after the actual party, you come to 115, downtown Joburg. I'm talking to early 2000s. We're going to 115 with a bunch of girls. Fucking, we're drunk. We're fucked out of our minds. And I see a guy lying in the middle of the street. And I, and I ask the cab driver, can you just stop the cab? There's a guy lying in the middle of the street. Cab driver, in true South African style, is like, I, we're not involved, man. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you got to stop. I go to the middle of the street. You know where Avda is? Where the, there's, yeah. a, there's that morgue and there's Avda and then there's... The, the, he's lying in the middle of that. As we stop the car, I pull over, I look over, and it's the dudes I was partying with earlier, and I told them that we need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right? I drag him and I pull him to the side of the road. And I pull him to the side of the road, I hail cars, I call ambulances, all that kind of. And out of nowhere, oh, and then I see, I realize, oh, there's a car that fucking plummeted into uh, the, one of the islands there. And then when I pull the guy over and the situation coming down, the ambulances are there. All those other motherfuckers that I spoke to come out of the bushes. <laughs> Shit went pear-shaped like I predicted. <laughs> and they got chased. They got into a car chase and fucking they got shot up. It was a fucking mess. But where was I? I was aware. That's the thing about the township. It teaches you danger alert. You can see bullshit. It doesn't take like a guy to pull out a gun. When you see a spinning city golf, get the <laughs> fuck out of it. <laughs> get, get the fuck out of there, bro. It's just not going to end well. It's the kind of guy who has the dexterity to spin a city golf is not the kind of guy 
you invite to a business meeting. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so to answer your question. <laughs> I'm not a fighter. Okay. But I know how to spot danger. But that means you, <laughs> well, that means you would be a good guy to take to some shit. Like if you had a no, drug no, deal, no. like if I had a drug guy. deal, I I'm, should. I'm, <laughs> By the time you guys are picking and getting weapons, I'm organizing a peace deal. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I, I try to get out of fighting as much as I can. Fighting seems cool in movies. It's a fucking horrendous idea. You're going to wake up with a blue eye. Your fucking ear doesn't work. You know how crazy it is? Now the medical aid says they don't cover this part of the ear. Now you're, <laughs> you're fucked. It's bullshit. Your kneecap. No, fuck all that shit. It's bullshit. Only in your 20s do you head towards a fight. Try avoid fights. And also, you don't know where this guy trains. You don't know who the fuck he is. <laughs> You're just seeing a... Dude, I was at once at... Um, what's this? Cafex. When Cafex was a party. I fucking... I think I must have been 23 years old. I, there was a small Indian guy. He fuck. He said some shit. I felt like a tough guy. I shoved him in, my, in his face. He pulled out his gun. We fucking, I diminished so quick. I was like, <laughs> I am so sorry. How, <laughs> how can I remedy this situation <laughs> to the point where we are, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you don't know who you're yeah. fucking with most of the time. Yeah. So just try to avoid situations where, where it could escalate and like get Pro to an uncontrollable controllable place. Probably what you shouldn't have done was challenged everyone who hears this to rape you. And then told them that you're not a fighter. <laughs> oh, no. I, I didn't. Ch I just said, <clears throat> you got to have some real audacity <laughs> to try rape me. I cool. Here's some more first date questions. All right. You know, I saw this thing on the internet. It said, SA housewife has one weird trick. Like, and I always, I see that. And then I don't know what her trick is because I'm not dumb enough to click the link. But I always wonder, what is, what is her weird, what's your weird trick? My what's weird the one trick? weird thing you can do? Shit, no, I don't trick. I wish I knew magic because people are fascinated by magic. And I'm, I, like, full-blown adults lose their fucking minds <laughs> to, like, a magic trick. And I, and as much comedy as you can do, you could never get that actual response of, like, motherfucker of God. <laughs> so I wish, like, I could get to that. So I, I always... But here's My the only trick is yeah. politeness. Oh, right. Like, it's, if you're chatting up someone, if you're chatting up someone at the bar, sometimes, because women deal with such assholes the whole night. Guys are like, yo, <laughs> just fucking, then if you're just polite, she's like, oh, yeah, you're kind of cool. Then you have more time than that fucking other schmuck. That's my party trick. That's like, uh, but generally... I want to go back to your respect of magicians, though. Let's I talk really about that. do. Because here's really the thing. Here's the, like, I believe, I genuinely believe this, that, that becoming a magician and becoming a comedian has the same damage. It's, it's subtly different in that the comedian wants the crowd to think that the crowd is better than them, except the magician wants the crowd to think that he's better than them. Yes, you that's see? true. So it's that way around. That's the only difference. It's the same, it's the same damage. It's the same, like weird world view. Yes. It's just that one of us handles it by being, hey, I'm an asshole. And the other one handles it by going, you're all assholes. <laughs> that is true. I've never really thought of that. Yeah. But it's, it's... All right, okay. So, so I was thinking the other day, right? 
Yes. Because of this whole Poloni thing with the listeriosis, I, I've been thinking about Poloni quite a lot. And I realized, <laughs> I realized that th at some point, somebody was sitting eating Poloni and they were like, you know what this Poloni could use is garlic. And then they invented like a whole new Poloni. What is the one thing you would put into Poloni? I don't eat Poloni. <laughs> yeah, like, like I, was, I once spoke to a dietitian four years ago. And the, the one thing the dietitian said I must never eat was Poloni. She just said, like, just never eat Poloni. And I said, what is it? What do you mean? He says, just <laughs> never eat that shit. And she's like, I went to university, and the one thing I learned was that don't motherfucking eat poloni. And I'm like, oh, cool. And so when this whole poloni outbreak happened, I was like, oh, thanks for that. But I don't eat meat, so it doesn't... It See, doesn't I think it's disrespectful to, to eat fillet steak and not eat poloni. Because if you can't handle a cow at its lips, hooves, and assholes, you don't deserve it at its fillet steak. You know, like... <laughs> That's a good joke. <laughs> it's a really good joke it's a good joke <laughs> I've like I have nothing to contribute to that because anything I contribute to that will fuck up your whole thought out process it's, okay. it's no, a good no, joke so when did you lose your virginity um I must have been like seven, 16 okay oh yeah you started comedy at 16 so you must have been really cool 16 what she's like <laughs> she remembers she was there <laughs> Oh, no, 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 seven, no. At seven, I thought of pussy a lot. <laughs> I did, like, I mean, did I? Yeah, I did. I did think of, like, but I didn't, I had no idea what I was thinking. But I lost my virginity at, at 16, yeah. But you, as I say, she you, was like a working woman. Like you mean like a, like a lady of the night? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> she was like a... She was like a young profession, okay. professional, and it was really cool because she had her own place. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, she got her own place, work. <laughs> and it was really cool. Yeah, it was, I'm, that was very, uh, very, it was a good time. Yeah, but you, you, you were really doing comedy gigs at 16. You probably used that comedy thing to fake your way in there. Did you tell her you were 19? I don't even think she knew I did stand-up at that time. I think she was, she didn't give a shit about me, man. I think she... I think I, okay, the way I met this woman, I bumped into her a couple of times in the mall, and she just was really nice to me. I, because she was older than me, and we were taught in school, just be polite to older people. And I was just like, hey, man. You know, if this story was the other way around, like if there was an older man hitting on a young 16-year-old girl in the mall. <laughs> it's, it's borderline a crime, yeah, this, right? This yeah, this shit happening there. Oh, yeah, I, I just thought she was being nice, and then... She invited me to a bar. She started kissing me, and then she's like, go, let's go to my place. I was like, you live alone? She's like, where? I was like, where? I don't know. It was on. It was cool. Well, I'm glad that worked out for you. Yeah, and then she wanted to buy me a PlayStation. I was like, no. Because I still have... Cause I Older have to. man buys young girl PlayStation. <laughs> fuck, man. No, and then I had to tell her, no, how the fuck am I going to explain this shit to my mom? Are you crazy? Where no, did you nigga. go? Rachel Park High. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was just like, because um, I was working, but yeah I, yeah, I just didn't want like a PlayStation from It just didn't feel special then. It felt like I was like bought and shit. 
<laughs> I, I would be okay with that. I was like, this is my first time. Can you make it special, bitch? Come on. <laughs> you know, what makes it more special than a free PlayStation? <laughs> Oh, no. They also, like, in my house, there was one TV, so the whole negotiating of the PlayStation. Just like, ah, oh, fuck, man. Now nah, I gotta fucking... You know your mom, if it's news time, it's news time. She don't give a fuck if you're in the middle of a stage. This is Sony PlayStation 1. I'm not talking about this shit where you can save the game. Back in my day, it was an extra 500 bucks to be able to save the game. I was like, yeah. You don't think down. she would you, you don't think you were good enough that she would have sprung for that? I don't I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I bet you that's not even your weirdest sex story though. I bet you got weirder one. Yeah, so there's one time. There's one time I was uh, I was I, was, I think I was like 22, 21. So I just moved to Joburg and we were staying in this I was staying in Linden with the sound man Gav. Gav was actually there at this fucking store. Yeah, one one, like I said literally. earlier, like I said earlier, one one five was like this party that we all used to go to after the actual party. There was a lot of like drug taking there. At that time, I was kind of off drugs. I, I like I, I wasn't really, I was I wasn't really like taking drugs now. So I meet this girl and we it's seven in the fucking morning and we are heading to my house. And the weirdest thing about like one one five, it was the most. It was fucking crazy because when you leave 115, people are going to work or people are going to church. When are you leaving the party? And you know when you leave the party and it's bright. It's fucking bright. So we get to my house and it's all good. And we, we fucking, I don't even remember her name. We weren't, I mean, the name, I don't remember. And so we like, you know, we add it, and she, you know, whatever. We're doing our damn thing. And then she starts, like, really jumping up and down the bed, like, like you know, in the, in the, what's the, what's the basic sex position? Missionary. Missionary, yeah. I don't, I, I don't do it too much, so I don't, I don't. <laughs> I'm more of a, I'm more of a flip a bitch over kind of guy. <laughs> I'm joking. So, she... While we're missionary, she starts, like, shaking and shit, right? So I'm like, what the fuck? There's no way my dick is this good. That's my fault. Then she starts fucking foaming in her mouth. I'm like, bitch, you faking. Turns out she's having an epileptic fit. And I fucking, it takes me about, like, a minute to go, this is mad. Now, this is the, you know, have you ever seen, like, um, Yeah, I remember That's you. That's only saying what we're all thinking. There was a whole minute, like... There was a whole... Because you still have to... Because you're still drunk. You still have to compute the moment. And this person is also, bouncing... Also, plus, it's probably a lot nicer. It's like a vibrator. It's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. that's working. And then I'm like... Then I pull out and I look back. And this person is fucking just all over the place. And I wake up the whole house. Yo! We got a situation, and it's so crazy. Now I would never do it. That's not how to react when someone is having an epileptic fit. You have to put like shoes in there. That, that you should never do that because you're trying to stop them from biting their tongue because they could literally because they stiff up and they could bite their tongue off. So you have to prevent them from. That's how I remember as a child. There was a dude who lived down the road from me, and and every time he had an epileptic fit, we just put some shit in his mouth, 
And he'd be like, yeah, okay, cool, he's cool, until he calmed down. And yeah, I you're lucky know. she wasn't giving you oral. <laughs> That's another good joke. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a fucking weird c- yeah, case. All the blessings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't, yeah, that was a fucking uh, uh, weird story. It traumatized me for a while. I didn't have one night stands for like seven years after that. Wow. Yeah, I was traumatized, man. It's probably like, yo, let's go to your house and fuck and be like, let's check your medical history. <laughs> okay, so, so you're a political comedian. You've met a lot of politicians yeah. back in your life. Which local politician would you most like to fuck? Um, I, don't wanna, I, don't really, I don't really want to fuck a lot of people, generally. But I'm saying most. I mean, you know, maybe maybe it's only 20%. I just don't like people in my house or space. Or <laughs> <laughs> you just wake up next to Fakili and Balula. That'd be horrible. <laughs> now I'm blocked on Twitter. I'm trying to really think. Um, nah, I don't really. Um, 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 um. Nah, man. I'm All right, tell me about the time anybody. you lost your phone in an Uber. I'm told that this is a great fucking story. And it's a weird, bizarre story. <laughs> so I got into an Uber. I was flying back from South Africa. I was in New York. I was, I was in New York. And then what happened was, I should have known, because in, in New York, the Ubers don't talk to you. The Uber drivers don't talk to you. Here, they're like, uh, temperature, all that shit. You walk into Uber, they're like, are you Luiso? And you're like, yeah. All right, click. And then until they get there, all right, man, have a good day. That's it. Doesn't matter how long the Uber is. Five so stars just, instantly. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> so now, I should have known something was wrong. When I walked into the Uber, the guy didn't ask much. He just started the trip and offered me an apple and a pear. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. And then I was like, no, nah, I don't want apple. So I'm, going to, I'm supposed to fly to London, then Johannesburg. And then I'm charging my phone, and I get to Heathrow. I mean, not Heathrow, JFK. And I f- totally forget my phone. But I only forget my phone because I've checked in via the telephone, meaning that when I put out my boarding pass after standing in the queue, like, I'm like, oh, shit, it's in the... So now I'm like, fuck. Now, this is, this is what you've got to understand. I've got a choice. I can still board the plane, but this is how much I hate dealing with insurance. <laughs> I'd rather go back into New York and hunt that fucking Uber driver down and get my phone than calling Vodacom and saying I lost my phone. <laughs> I was like, fuck that. I've had bad experiences insurance, so let go. So now I gotta hunt this fucking guy down. I've got another phone that I can so I, I charge my other phone and I call the guy. Call. And we know why men have two phones. Huh? We know why men have two phones. Uh when the other phone gets lost. The main phone and the side chick phone, am I right? Oh never. The thing about the <laughs> thing about side chicks, it's not necessarily even like a a cheating thing or not cheat. It's the I'm bad with logistics. I'm late <laughs> everywhere. So now why do I need to imagine if I'm late at every, everywhere I go? Why do I need to cover up lies? Obviously I'm gonna fuck that up as well. <laughs> so you don't need like to you don't need another layer of admin in your life. Yeah. Do, do you understand? You, you make many good points that I'm never gonna have to consider. I can't even get one woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because now you like, there's two, you know, fuck, there's no way I want to deal with that kind of shit. So now I'm on the, I get the phone and I'm like, I call the guy. The guy doesn't know how to speak a word of English. 
So now I'm like, oh my God, of course. He didn't say anything. I walked in, he offered me some fruit. <laughs> he started the trip. Of course. That's how you deal with people if you don't know how to speak, with, <laughs> speak the thing. It, and it, every time I think of the story, it reminds me of Paulo Jordan. You know, Paulo used to be a member of parliament, and he said he went to LSE and he lied about and so he talks about Jacob Zuma. It's a fucking crazy thing. He says that everyone who talks about Jacob Zuma always says, he's so friendly. He's so engaging. He's so, he says, because I've served under Jacob Zuma and Tawambe. He says, Tawambe, you write a report. Tawambe will get the report, right? You'll give him the report at seven. You'd have read the report by nine. Have his notes about the report by ten and he's sending it back to you to evaluate everything. Because Jacob doesn't read and engage with the document, he wants you to explain it in detail, and that's why he becomes very personal with you. So tell me about chapter two. <laughs> this is not me who says this. It's a person who's inter... He says, no, tell me about chapter two. And you know what I'm saying? So, so yeah. I realized that's what the guy was doing. He was, because he doesn't speak English, he's extra friendly. So that he makes the people feel at home and all that. So I realized, fuck, this guy doesn't know how to speak. So I'm like, yo, you have my phone. He says, yeah, phone, phone, I got phone, I got phone. I said, yeah, wh where can I get phone? Yes, I got phone. <laughs> I'm like, oh my fucking God. I send that application to Uber. Da, 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 da. I go back, I check into a hotel. I'm like, sweet. I'm going to get my phone. Now, the morning, I go to the Uber office, I Google the Uber office, get to the Uber office. It is, jam-packed with Uber drivers fucking yelling. Now, I think New Yorkers are really loud. Like, yo, man, what the fuck? The Uber drivers, Uber delivery guys fucking just mad. Yo, fuck this app, yo. Fuck. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to get helped here. I walk into there, um, packed with Uber drivers, bitching hard. But then the person who's the manager of the place sees me. I'm the calmest person there. He walks straight to me. He's like, I can tell you another Uber driver. I said, of course. <laughs> he says to me, where are you from? What's your issue? I'm going to wait for all these fuckers to come down. Then I'm going I'm to help them. But I'm going to help the calmest person first. Comes to me. He says, yo, who, who are you? What's I said, oh, I'm a, warrior, I'm a customer from South Africa. As soon as I say that, guy says, hey, my wife is from South Africa. I'm like, I'm going to get helped in media. <laughs> 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 starts looking at the data he's like oh you took this driver shit yes he's on he dropped the phone off at our other uber office now i'm like fuck but he's like don't worry because you know i married a south african woman she treated me nice wah, 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 wah. I'm going to get an Uber for you. Uber Black. You know those Uber Cadillacs? Yo! Gets me like an Uber Black, Uber Cadillac. I was like, what? But on Uber, this trip is about a 20-minute trip. But on this particular day, there's this thing called the Veterans Parade in New York. So if you've ever been to New York, Broadway. Broadway cuts New York in half. So if you want to get from one side to the other side of New York, it's blocked. They open it every 10 minutes. They're so a 20-minute trip took four hours. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, then I, f I eventually got my phone, and I lived my life. But I just thought that was a weird Uber story that how, I wanted to How late to share. were you for, for London? 
I just canceled the gig. Like, yeah, I just canceled the gig, man. Because I, I, I just didn't get on the flight. I just took the flight from the next day. Um, yeah, it was definitely worth it. <laughs> I mean, I, New York is such a great place that if, you're, if you can spend an extra day, extra night there. If you've never been to New York. You know how people always go, Jobek is like New York. I'm like, you clearly have never been to New York. <laughs> New York is open 24 hours. This place is going to shut down now. <laughs> if this was in New York, the show would be starting at 1 a.m. <laughs> I have, I have one, one last question. It's very yeah. important. Would you rather have a cock on your forehead or a face instead of a cock? Yo, man, you have to get... These are the entry questions. This is, the questions you ask on dates are, how was your day? <laughs> how was your day? You know, things of that nature. You can't ask a person on a date, would you prefer a cock on the forehead or face on the cock. Ow, but you see, but you see I just realized that that's the perfect pickup line. Because if she says cock on the forehead, then you get it out. No. <laughs> Can you see the women are like, no. They're like, no, 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 no. Remember, yeah, they, women, are, they don't give a fuck. I'm joking, Loy. I'm joking. I know you're joking, but I'm also trying to help you at the same time. It's fine. It's fine. You don't need to help me. Now like, that I'm I know like, I can rape you, I'm like, <laughs> no. Please don't rape me. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... No, I'm saying... Good. Anyway, I think, I think we're done here, Loy. We're done? I think we're done. Okay, cool. That was amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you that very was a, much. That was fun. South Africa's probably top comedian now that it... Thank you very much. Loy Sogola, thank you very much, Loy. Thank you for having me. <laughs>